Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, February 7th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy PC has been um, conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please put your camera on and let our team know you're a newcomer. You'll be announced with your name to call uh, a question. Sandeep? If you're a newcomer, you have to put your camera on. Let us know. Sandeep, go ahead. Yeah. Um, hi, Rahul. Thanks for thanks for your time on this. My mm-hmm. question is simple. Um, right now, I'm on the cooling period because my visa maxed out on um, 26th May 2021, about mm-hmm. uh, about eight months back, or precisely some 266 or 267 days back. Mm-hmm. So I've been staying outside of USA for the last uh, 266 days or so in Canada. On this regard... Mm-hmm. Um, am I eligible to apply for H-1B visa um, for Lottery? the upcoming? Yeah. Yeah. On the day of your application, you must have completed your six year, one year though. So yeah, you can apply for the lottery, but file the application after May 26th of 2021. Got it. So I'm pretty much eligible. Thank you. Yeah. But I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be, sitting there if you can try to get an i-140 approved though that would be in your best interest though no unfortunately my company didn't do the i-140 for all the employees uh, i'm from cognizant anyway why to hide that i'm from cognizant and they didn't do i-140 for anyone for last three four years so i'm one of the victims i'm for I'm, I'm aware of it it is definitely you're where you were definitely were not wise staying with a company which is not filing an I-140. Exactly. Number one problem. The number two is that it doesn't have to be cognizant that can file I-140. It could be any company that can file an I-140. Uh, even though I'm outside of you, I mean, even though my I've used complete six years of my visa. Absolutely, you can. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ooh, then I. If I'll you check. work for if you work for some of the good companies, though. Remotely, if you want to work for, there are some companies um, you can look into in India. Uh, they will file your I-140 and bring you back because that's a very better way of bringing you. Oh, It's a good asset for them and you don't have to go through the lottery system. So try your lottery. If you don't get it, that should be another one that you should think about. Next person, please. Thanks, Rahul. Devi? <clears throat> are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. I, I have an IRS audit issue with my 2019 taxes, and I want to know how it impacts uh, the green card process. My priority date is uh, January 2015. So basically, I have a U.S. citizen and my uh, U.S. citizen. Well, how visa. major is the issue, though? 
the the contesting amount is not much it's $5500 but the problem is they are contesting my us citizen daughter who is within the us in my home all the time along with my parents in laws so that's i'm not able to digest why they are denying uh, my daughter as a dependent so i just okay, that's i don't think so that's going to be an issue if it's 5500 just pay the head of it a rather than paying to lawyers so Oh, even though they're saying my daughter is not eligible. As you can tell. You, I think so that they are challenging more about your parents rather than your daughter. Right, but they, uh, in the in that same process, they rejected my daughter too. That's the problem. Yeah, but if you challenge though, what happens is that mm-hmm. the parents. How did you put your parents, and they may he, put you into. that's definitely a wrong thing so i definitely would not they're here for like literally 174 days genuinely uh, that's not the question they are here on visiting visa they're right. not staying here if they are if you're telling that they are staying here you violated the immigration law because they are not supposed to they are only supposed to visit here not stay in this country so you may you know sometimes mm-hmm. with the pigs mm-hmm. you fight you may win you may lose but either way you lose for me okay okay and if you keep on trying to fight pigs well you it may destroy the immigration that's my advice to you next person please i would pay the 5500 dollars and don't deal with people like me next person please sure. thank you minus yeah hi rahul uh, rahul i have two questions so the first one is that um, i'm filling a ds160 and it has a question for temporary work visa which says that um, you should name your Uh, employer and the place you intend to work so uh, should i be putting my uh, client address over there which is also approved in my lca or should i be putting my employer uh, yeah can you exactly read what it reads uh, it reads uh, the uh, clearly mentioned the place you would intend to work and then it says the employer place you place you intend to work is yep. the end client address okay employer and name I, will be the abc consulting in that file the h1b okay so employer name would still be so that's what was confusing me because there was a employer name and then there was the the address so address and, and you, in the address you said very clearly place of intending employment that should be then client address okay and the employer name would still be my employer with that's my right. employer that's right okay okay and the other question Next. is uh, I actually had one more question, uh, if I can. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, my wife, she filled DS one sixty, and she got a counselor appointment uh, for something in India. She's an EAD, but she just switched jobs this week. So, uh, do we have to file DS one sixty from scratch? No. Repeat the no. entire process. She's fine. She's fine. She's an EAD, is right. She's not. She's H yep. four EAD. Yeah, H four EAD. Yep. Yeah. She's fine. She doesn't need to do anything. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Desh. Yeah, hi. Desh. If you're a newcomer, put your camera on. Let us know, guys. If you're a newcomer. Yeah. So I'm a newcomer, Rahul, and uh, I put my camera on. So the my question is, uh, my extension was approved, Rahul, uh, a year back, and what happened is my approval copy, like I seven nine seven, it did not received. Then my employer. apply for the duplicate copy as usc has asked and the waiting period for getting that duplicate copy is 12 to like 20 months due to which what happened is my driving license is not getting renewed and 
my driving license is cancelled and I'm here in Minneapolis uh, without driving and I can't travel. What's your time. question? I know the problems. What's your question? My question is, is there a way I can, uh, any other way I can get my duplicate copy from someone else? Like yeah. local file US has field office. File oh, an okay. amendment. Your salary has increased by $5. Do it in premium processing and then you'll get a H1 approval. That's the best solution you're saying. Yeah. It's costly, but that's the best thing. Okay. Thank you. Uh, then I will go in that path. Thank you. Sapna? Hi. Um, thank you for um, taking my question. Um, so I have an EB3, EAD, and AP combo card, and we interfiled uh, in January uh, in EB2 category as well. So I was wondering if I travel to India using. Uh, wait, my... wait. You do have EB3 and EB2s, right? That's right. Yeah. And what's your priority date? Uh, May 2012. And you have EB3 EAD, but not EB2 EADs, right? That's right, yes. And if you travel using the EB3 EAD, okay, go ahead with the question. Yeah, so if I um, travel to India using the EB3 EAD card, would that uh, imply that we, like my husband and me, we are married to that EB3 category? Or... We, we, we don't know yet how these things are going to interact. We have seen cases where they have approved EB2 approval, even though you have traveled on EB3, EAD, and AP. Have okay. we seen any denial because you traveled on EB3, EAD, and AP for EB2? We have not seen any denial. Could they deny it? I would give about 5 to 10% risk there for you, that you may be stuck with EB3. If you're willing to take that risk, go ahead, travel. If not, don't travel. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you so much. Next person, please. Vignesh? Yeah. Um, hi, Rahul. Can you see me? I can hear you very clearly, Vignesh. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, Rahul, I have two questions. One is like, um, I work for Microsoft on a valid H-1B permit, approved H-1B permit right now. But back in 2016, when I first visited the US, I had my F-1 student visa rejected once. And the next month I refiled again because I didn't take my bank's passbook. The next month I refiled again, I went to the embassy and I got it stamped. Um, so now my question is, now if I go to India for a stamping, will that create any problem or will I get a successful stamp? You are still eligible for Dropbox according to the practice that we are seeing in the consulate. Uh, the okay. second thing is that the fact that your F1 got rejected first time and got it approved again, and mm -hmm. now you're going for Microsoft, will that create any problem? Absolutely not. Okay, At the so most, I they may or may not give you the Dropbox. Right now, when we are noticing it, they are giving Dropbox. Okay. Uh, the next question, uh, Rahul, uh, right now, I want to invest in a startup that my colleagues are uh, have founded. I want to invest money in that and buy their stocks and file a form 83B with the IRS as an early investor. So do you think I can do that on an H-1B? What is this IRS form? 83B is like for early investors so that when I sell the stocks, I don't have to pay the entire amount as tax and I can just pay 20% and not the 40% that everybody has to pay but you will not be employed with the company under any circumstances. Yes, I will not be providing any services. I'm just paying like say $10,000 and buying so many of their stocks because I trust that the company might grow well in the future. And then I'm going to let IRS know that I've bought these many stocks 
so that when I sell those stocks, I don't have to pay the entire 40% of tax and just pay 20% because I was an early investor. You're fine. I don't see any problem. I was no just problem. looking into the farm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rahul. And thank you for helping with the community. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Bharat. Hi. Hi, Rahul. I have two questions. Can you see me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, my wife is on H1B visa. Uh, can she convert into H uh, four visa? Myself, I'm also on H one B visa. Will it uh, trouble her uh, anyways in the future if she wants to convert into H one? Absolutely not. Will my employer will give her any trouble because we both work under the same employer? We work as a physical therapist for bo both of us. Will my employer will give her a trouble if she converts into H four? The employer will not. It cannot to her. But can he terminate you? Well. I don't know about that, but as he, he cannot trouble uh, your wife. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, how about the health insurance? Uh, when we are in H-1B visa, can we use Medicaid health insurance in New York when uh, uh, she has a pregnancy like that? Medicaid, uh, you know, you're a physical therapist, you know, it's called Medicare and Medicaid. Yes. Medicare is for poor people, is right? Yeah, yes. Medicaid is for? Medicaid can be used if the annual income is less than some uh, 40 or 50,000, something like but that. you're a physical therapist. How would you yeah. fit into that? Yeah, one of the broker was suggesting to take that health insurance because... Uh, uh, so then, so you, as a physical therapist, you make about eighty to $120,000. Why, yeah. how would you say that you're making less than $40,000? No, that's for my wife, like when... Uh, uh, when she oh, no, 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 no. See, no, 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 no. That's a family income. Don't oh, fall okay. into those traps. Don't fall into those okay. traps. Don't use those okay, things, okay? okay. You, you know that that's a fraud, okay? Nope, don't yeah, use yeah. that. Next person, please. Mm -hmm. Rahul? Hey, Rahul, uh, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul, you have a good first name. Go ahead. I know, I know. <laughs> we share our names. So um, I've been following you a lot and, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of you. I've been following sure. you since 2020. So uh, I, uh, you know, downgraded in 2020 uh, from EB2 to EB3. And then... And what's your uh, priority date? Priority my priority date is July 2013. Is your I-140 approved? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, both. Both EB2 and EB3 both are approved. Okay, EB3 is approved. I know EB2 is already approved. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so, so the thing is now my EB2 uh, filing date is current. So, you know, I'm hoping that my final action will be uh, current soon. But the problem is my company has, you know, uh, given me a two-month notice. Uh, you know, they're not, uh, you know, uh, because my H1B is ending and they don't want to sponsor. And, uh, you know, uh, so also I don't have EAD and AP, uh, you know, uh, with me. Uh, and and they're not planning to uh, you know like uh, interfile again from EB three to EB two. So what should I do? You know, like can I hire? Uh, uh, can I take your services? And can I you know can can somebody from your team interfile EB three to EB two for me or not? No, we cannot. No, we cannot. Oh, cannot. It has to be done with the company permission only, not without I, the company permission. They have I to see. file a four eight five J supplement, which they already refused to do it. Yeah. So they, right they now. Right now, you're a beggar, you're not chooser. So Correct. you don't have much option. You'll have to move out of this company and you will have to live with EB3. EB3, yeah. I'm stuck with yeah. EB3 now. 
so you can have the new company file an i1 labor and i140 that's up to mm-hmm. you but that's yep. long time afterwards right now you're not going to get benefit of eb3 correct so the best thing is to just stick with eb3 line and you know hopefully that's right that is right. will be current soon so, that's right you know. okay thanks thanks rahul that's what my question thank was you. sure thank you very much and uh, i'm a big fan of you by the way thank you thank you rahul thank you thank you aniket Hey, uh, thanks Raul for conducting this session. So my question was, uh, uh, you can see me? Mm-hmm, I can. Yeah. So I uh, came in US in June 2019 on Tech Mahindra and whereas in my validity was till July 2021. So in between I switched to Wipro in June 2020. My H4 for the wives and son H4 was also applied. But the biometrics appointment was received in last year, Feb 2021. so biometrics was done but still we uh, they haven't received any approval the status shows as the uh, biometrics has been taken and the fingerprints have been applied so it has been almost one year at the dallas center they did the biometrics and nothing has been done did you that. say you filed the h4s in july 2020 yeah the h4 transfer basically okay keep going with yeah so my question was why uh, like is this a standard delay due to covid because it has been almost one year they haven't received the uh, which service center is your i539 pending though uh, it's at nebraska that's definitely way beyond the time yeah. and uh, so in between my wife went for the driving license last year so to wipro when my h1 was extended uh, like when i transferred to wipro h1 so the validity date from june 2021 it became uh, january 2023 and on her deal it is basically the same date jan 23 but yeah. then we haven't received any approval on that uh, so i according to us the processing time is uh is about pending is from december 3rd of 2020 you filed yes. july go to the yeah. ombudsman uscis okay. raise a case assistance and okay. you should be able to they should be able to get a, that's the best thing that i can suggest okay and one last question as basically mm-hmm. i also changed my employer like they only give the reference like the pgs group they give a reference of yours so my question was can i uh, like route the h4 through them now because the h4 uh, through pgs has been not applied for them so can i wait, route wait, wait, them wait. what what do you mean you applied for the h4 right now and what are you speaking now so i again changed the employer the uh, pgs group because my i wanted i140 so uh, my h1 was again transferred to pgs group in june uh, 2021 you should, you should you should file the h4 immediately for your wife through that group because what okay. happens mm-hmm. when wipro withdraws the h1b sometimes okay. they may just deny it okay 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 no worries i'll go ahead and, and you can uh, con- you can contact us if you want us to file sure, a sure 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 i'll i'll ask my employer to file first and I'll that's be- a good step that you do by going into this pgs company because they are doing the green card otherwise a lot of people go all the way to 6 year and then cry at that time yeah so uh, they only suggested me to contact with you so i thought like let me get a get in touch okay. yep okay what is, P- what is pgs company what is pj uh pgh is uh, i don't know the full form of it okay so, no. yeah sounds good next But person puja shri kumar give me your reference okay sounds good yeah. thank, thank you. you thank you bye bye kalyan kalyan <clears throat> hi rahul so yes, I have a quick question so my wife is on h4 and uh, she wants to travel to india 
and uh, one thing is uh, my visa is uh, approved recently h4 extension uh, sorry h1 h1 extension mm-hmm. yeah, h4 h1 extension until uh, 2025 so she mm-hmm. has a valid visa until may 2022 so can she go for uh, uh, visa stamping again uh, uh, h4 h4 uh, absolutely she can she can go for visa stamping and come back here and she can get the visa stamping until 2025 that's okay. one thing she but, can do but she, she can have... even not go to stamping and come back into the united states show okay. the h1 approval of you and they may give an i94 until 2025 and if they don't though as soon as she comes here you should check the i94 and don't cross don't check the i94 in may check it as soon as she comes back but yeah okay. she can go for visa stamping she doesn't need any h4 approval Okay, so with uh, H4 valid visa right now, right? She can yes, travel. she can. She can still travel, go there, get the H4 stamping until 2025, and come back. And she's be she'll be eligible for Dropbox right now. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Yadav. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question. Uh, so I was with a uh, consultant, and uh, I was in New Jersey, and then I moved to uh, Charter in Denver. Uh, so there was a site visit, and um, I didn't file my amendment because of which I got an lawyer, and my employer gave a response. But uh, eventually, that got denied. But before that got denied, I converted to a full time. So my question is: If I'm planning to go to India in June, will I have any issues because of the previous H1 got uh, you know revoked by USICS due to an lawyer? When you file the H1B with New Jersey, is that the first H1B? No, that was the second. What was the first H one B? First H one B was in uh, uh, with uh, different uh, company. With a different company. And that first project is good, is right? No, I was with the company A in 2015, and then uh, in 2017 I moved to a company B. Okay, got it. So I don't see any problem in there, but in the DS one sixty form they asked a question: Have you ever violated the legal status in United States? you have to answer yes to that question and you have to mention that did not file amendment in a proper time okay okay because otherwise they may tell you that you have been uh, misrepresenting and they may bar you but if you put that thing that misrepresentation is gone most probably you should be fine but yeah there is about 5 to 10% element of risk yeah because when you go for dropbox you give the current h1b and the previous h1b right the previous h1b already got revoked by us not only that you will on the ds160 have you ever violated the status you will answer yes and you will mention what i told you okay yeah, so they are already aware that you violated the status yes i did yeah okay you will have about 5 to 10% extra risk okay yeah thank you rahul next person please banu prakash Hi, hi. I have a quick question. So I'm currently working for uh, a county's district attorney's office on CPTAD, and uh, the employer doesn't want. I mean, the the county doesn't want to go through the H one process because it's complicated and there's too much competition. So they actually want to file under EB one. Uh, I just want to know if it's possible and uh, should I uh, wait? I mean, for that for them to process. what do you have you have some patents you have from publications or just working for d uh, i'm just working for the district attorney's office uh, no, who is telling you to file ab1 uh no. it's them who uh, asked 
like they have no they clue to... what they're doing they have no clue what they're doing okay 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 and you. you should not file eb1 next okay. person please thank you ranjal Hi Rahul, thanks for conducting these. Uh, I have a question regarding B1 and B2. I'm getting my parents over this month and uh, their visa expires on 18th of June. So can they take a flight on 18th or uh, they, do they have to leave before that? That's the first question. Why do you want to take on 18th <laughs> if the visa is expiring on 18th? Uh, they have been, so I just had a baby last year. They haven't been able to be here. So, and it's just now it why has can't they come on why can't they come on may 30th though why are no they're coming june? here they are coming here already in february and their okay. visa expires on 18th june mm-hmm. i thought i mentioned that sorry so their visa expires on 18th so june. you're telling that you're telling that while going back they are going uh-huh. in june yes. they don't have to go back in june though even though the visa expires in june uh-huh. their i-94 may still expire six months from the time they entered the united states okay so you can book with a june date okay? okay but once they come here though they normally we get 6 months okay all right so can they ex- can stay you can ex- you can change the dates if you want okay and if i have I to i was thinking so- that if the june their visa is expiring they are trying to fly from india to here in june which i was Sorry, really afraid for my but that's I fine you're, that good. You. you're good you're good uh, no problem if I have to apply for their extension of visa, uh, I do not recommend B2 extensions for anybody because the in the United States, when the parents come in, they stay in the hotel. They don't stay in the in the with your wife. So okay. if you extend it, it's going to be harmful for their later return, though. And also, okay. when they go for passport stamping again, they will have a problem. Now, in the COVID situation, people got stuck. It's a different issue. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hari? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Rahul, I'm Hari and uh, I have a question. Like, uh, see, uh, I'm going to max out my H1B by uh, February 23rd. My perm got filed on uh, June. February 23rd, which year? This year, coming uh, another 10, 15, uh, this, this month. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my, my I one forty got approved uh, uh, June second. I mean February second uh, last week. Okay. Okay. And now my employer is going to file H one B in premium uh, tomorrow or day after tomorrow. Okay. Uh, can I work with receipt number even though my uh, six years max out complete? Absolutely, you can. Many of the friends confused me, and I rushed to book the tickets. By the way, I am no customer to. Ab- Absolutely, you can you can work, no problem, none whatsoever at all. You can work for a period of two hundred and forty days unless your H one B is denied. Next person, please. So, sir, one more. None of the questions. If they say illegal, I don't need to mention illegal. It's illegal. Absolutely not. I would not tell you to do any illegal things. Thank you so much. Next and Ashok? last person today, please. Ashok. Hey, this is Ashok. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, go ahead, Ashok. This yeah, will be the last caller, guys. Um, uh, this will be the last caller. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Go ahead. A couple of questions. I'll make it quick. Uh, my H1B max out is on end of May. And uh, my employer has filed a, a perm by November. So I'm not sure like if it's going to come by that time. 
and uh, meanwhile i have another employer who filed my perm and then it got approved so i'm just debating whether i should transfer to him right now or wait for this this is one question like if you are in my shoes do you need do? to transfer to file an i140 is that the employer condition yeah kind of yeah uh, one thing a guy told me that if you have a million dollar in your hand and there's 2 million in the bush i would take the million dollar in the hand so here you have a labor certification approval i'm going to take it i don't know when it's going to be get approved you said you filed in october uh, i don't no, know man i'm going to take yeah I, I, i don't know i'm going to go with this guy who has a labor uh, i uh, this approved but one thing i want to check is if the company has the ability to pay to get your i140 approved uh they seem to have a good track record that's what uh, the person said to me so then i'm leaving i if if that is what it is i'm leaving next okay. person i'm sorry uh, sorry i had the second person the... i'm sorry go ahead uh sorry yeah the uh, my wife uh, has a uh, 140 and then uh, i was thinking whether in the worst case scenario if i can leave to india get my h4 stamp and come back would i be immediately able to work on ead or does it need to be approved no it has to be approved only the uh-huh. ead extension the 180 day rule work you could have planned this two years you can file the h4 plus ead when is your wife's i140 approved uh, uh it got like approved in november and then she was in canada she just came to the us last week okay yeah you guys need to have a good family immigration planning guys yeah i would leave to the company and join that company in may okay okay thank you thank you guys for coming the next conference call will be tomorrow 11:30 Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.